Welcome to the Last Christian Radio Show with your hosts, Brother J.D. Williams and Brother T.L. Farley. It's now time to grab your Bible as prophecy brings into focus the events playing out on the world stage at incredible speed, right before our very eyes, and exactly as was foretold. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Last Christian Radio Show. We're sure glad that you joined us tonight. My name is J.D. Williams, and again, I am joined by my co-host, Mr. T.L. Farley, out there in Dallas, Texas. And how are things in the Metroplex tonight there, Terry? Joel, I am freezing to death. I, I bet you that's, that's, that's the biggest lie that you have ever told me. <laughs> well, listen, hang around. I've got more. Okay, okay. <laughs> Well, uh, now, Terry, uh, in all seriousness, we have a, uh, a show tonight that I think that you will agree with me when I say this, is, this show is going to go on for a few shows. We're going to be on this same yes, topic absolutely. for a while. Wouldn't you agree? I would think so. Okay. Now, uh, what I'm talking about, people, is that we are actually going to talk about the rapture. And I'm, I'm not talking about what leads up to it. I'm not talking about uh, what happens after it, even though we're going to touch briefly on that, too. I'm going to talk about the exact minute of it, the exact second of it. And the reason we're going to do that is because I believe that I have with me right now the premier expert on the subject, and that's T.L. Farley. And, Terry, you've written two books, When Now Becomes Too Late, and Blast Off for Piermore, which is in its fifth edition. And I think both of them cover the rapture, and you've done some extensive study. Tell us about it. I want people to understand why you're qualified, and then we'll get into it. Uh, I've been living uh, inside the twinkle for a little over 40 years. But uh, General Electric actually timed the twinkling of an eye, and it's 11 one-hundredths of a second. But people think that's when it's going to happen uh, at the twinkling of an eye, but it's going to be inside the twinkling of an eye. Right. Because what, what I want to get to, what, what I want to get to here is your, yeah. your experience. I want to know what you've done, what your study and what qualifies you to talk about it. Not the subject itself. We'll get there. I want to yeah. talk, I want people to know about you and your study, and what qualifies you to talk about it. Okay, I was saved reading a book on the rapture, uh, and I've been studying it ever since. That was September 22nd, 1974. Uh, shortly after that, the Lord called me to preach. Shortly after that, he called me into mission work. Shortly after that, he put me in Bible school. And uh, then he called me uh, to the mission field. And um, I've been uh, fo following him ever since, all the while, uh, being more and more greatly impressed in my studies by the uh, prophecy of the rapture. That's what caused me to write my first book on the rapture, When Now Becomes Too Late. And that's what carried forward for me to write uh, not just one, but uh, actually I'm out on the fifth edition of Blast Off Rapiamore. Uh, and uh, that's what uh, that's where I've been. My concentration has been like I said, for over 40 years. Yeah, and uh, you know what, what you're leaving out, and I'll put in for you, because I, I know, I'm, I know uh, the study that you've done. 
you got over 25 different Bibles that you have, uh, Bible versions that, that you've taken. That's actually from. true, Joel. In fact, I've, I've avoided uh, admitting it, but I actually have 25 plus Bibles and I have over 1,350 plus verses in the, in the uh, plus I have a scripture index over 1,500 uh, right. cross references and plus. And people say, why do you keep saying plus? And I say, because I got tired of counting these things. Right. And so I go. know I get to enough that I'm happy and I leave it. Yeah. Well, and, you know, that right there is, is what I'm talking about, is the fact that you are qualified on this subject because you've spent not just a couple of years on it, but decades. And you've gone into such research on different Bibles, all the different verses, put everything together, made sense out of it, speaking to people where they can actually understand what you're talking about. And that, I think, is the important thing here. Now... Before we get to it, before we get to it, the reason that I'm, I'm bringing the rapture into our study is because current events, I believe, are propelling us very, very quickly in that direction. Just in the last couple of days, I have learned that in Israel, there is a lot of activity going on with emergency sirens. Those, uh, those sirens that you hear when you've got a tornado coming or something like that, well, those are going off all over Israel at different times and in different sectors to prepare the Israeli nation for what they think is, going, is, is coming soon. And here's what I'm talking about. Israel is now convinced that Iran will have a nuclear weapon within weeks, if not days. They are not going to put up with it. And they, according to many sources in Israel, they are preparing to take out the facilities in Iran that are preparing those nuclear, the, the nuclear weapon that could be used against Israel to wipe it off the earth. They're going to take it out before they have that opportunity. But they know that there's going to be repercussions for that. So they're preparing their citizens for an onslaught of missiles. Now, they got the Iron Dome, but the Iron Dome doesn't take down everything. Now, additionally, I believe that, there, that this also ties in. It's one little news clip I'm going to play for you. And I believe that, uh, that we can tie it all together. And then we're really going to get into the rapture discussion that's going to carry on for quite a while. So. Uh, listen to this first. A 21-year-old Russian soldier faces life in prison after he entered a guilty plea to killing an unarmed civilian during Russia's invasion of the country in the first war crime trial since the war started. David Alexander reports. In a Kiev courtroom, Vadim Shashimarin entered the plea in the shooting death of a 62-year-old man a few days after the Russian invasion started. Shashimarin was accused of stealing a vehicle with four other soldiers as they traveled near Chupakivka in Ukraine's Sumy region. Okay. Now, I believe that if Israel does strike Iran, that Iran is going to look to a friend of theirs called Russia, which in the Bible it states Russia will put together the coalition to come against Israel. And because Russia is being starved of money, because the world is cutting off more and more of being their customer in oil, they're going to have to do something. They're going to have to do something in order to financially survive. 
and the competition is Israel. And this may well be the excuse. So, that in my mind means that the rapture may, uh, may be right on the horizon. I mean, we're told to expect it at any time. And Terry's going to say that in just a second, I guarantee you. But, I believe that we're fast approaching that point, and Terry, I'm going to give it to you for a second, and then I've got a, I've got a surprise for you after that. But uh, hey, uh, take it away. Is the rapture closing in on us? Are we getting close? Actually, we're uh, closer than we can even imagine. Uh, it's going to happen so fast uh, that none of us are able to really understand how fast it's going to be. That's all in Scripture. It's all through uh, the New Testament. It even gives us an indication over in the Old Testament beginning with Enoch. And he was walking with God, and he was not. And that, that's all it says. Well, uh, I agree with you. you know, that, that, well, no, number one, I know that it's going to be quick. But now, here's what I was talking about before. I get a lot of questions that come to me privately uh, after our radio shows, and I tell people all the time, and, if, and for those of you listening, Harry can, can vouch for this. I don't even discuss your, your questions or our conversations with him. I keep it completely confidential. So anybody can write me, and they can, they can get a, a confidential reply, and it comes directly from me. It doesn't come from the company. It comes directly from me. I'm going to be asking Terry some of the questions that you guys have, have posed to me. And I'm only selecting those questions where we have multiple people asking the same question. Okay? And so, first things first. Before we begin, I, I, I think we need to make this very important point. And Terry, you can comment on this one, of course. This discussion of the rapture of the church must not be confused with the second coming of Christ at the end of the tribulation, at that time where Christ's feet touched down on the Mount of Olives. Now, that's in uh, Zechariah 14.4. Is that not correct? That is correct, and uh, it's easy enough to solve that particular question Go by going to Matthew 24. In Matthew 24, Jesus describes both the rapture and the uh, return of the Lord in Revelation 19. And the way you know the distinction is in 24, Matthew 24, when Jesus describes the return, as it also is in Revelation chapter 1, uh, every eye is going to see Jesus when he comes back. Uh, he's going to come, he says, as lightning across the sky. Uh, there isn't anybody that's going to miss this. He says every right. eye is going to see him, right. the whole thing. But on, on the rapture when he describes it in matthew 24 he said there's a time he's coming when he's going to come as a thief and and we'll go more into that later but so you can see the distinction right. he's coming as a thief right. that's the rapture and we'll talk more about that and there's also coming as lightning across the sky every eye will see him two distinct propositions okay and i am i'm with you I'm with you on that. Um, now, believe it or not, and 
Short version, please, okay? The number one question I receive, and I mean by at least 90%, and this is going to shock you, Terry. The number one question I get, what exactly is the rapture? The rapture is the prophecy uh, that Jesus uh, began to tell about, and it is taught throughout the Bible, long story short. Uh, and it is a promise that before the world gets too bad, it's going to get bad, but before it gets too bad, when it looks like there's not any hope at all, he is going to take all believers, first the dead in Christ, and then we who are alive and remain, he's going to catch us up away. And that's the thief he's referring to that the world is going to think that somehow the people were stolen. That's the rapture in a nutshell. Okay. And then a follow-up to that. The, the number two question, and this fits right in with it. People ask, what's the difference, if any, between First Thessalonians 4 and Revelation 19? And you may have to look at your Bible. I don't know. Actually, it's uh, I just I just explained it, but but that's how difficult it is to understand the rapture. First Thessalonians four uh, chapters uh, fourteen and and following is the description of the rapture and and when it happens, and we go up. Revelation nineteen is when we are with Jesus and we come down. Right, because we do follow, we do follow Christ. Those of us who uh, have been raptured and the, the ones before um, that are already with the Lord, we come back with Him. Correct. Okay. Exactly. Right. Okay. That's so, exactly right. So now we'll we'll get into all that way on down the line here. But here is here here's yet another question. Okay. What is the purpose of the catching away or the rapture of the church? What's the purpose? Why is this even done? There are a number of reasons. One of them is Jesus says in, uh, through Paul in Galatians 1.4 to deliver believers from this present evil age. I don't think we'd have any arguments there that this age is evil. That's one of the reasons. Probably... Um, uh, one of the main reasons uh, or indications will be uh, you have a show after the title, The Last Christian. Uh, that's, that's kind of the when, because when the last person accepts Jesus, this side of the uh, rapture, this side of the tribulation, we're out of here. We're gone. Right. And so we want to be beating the bushes and, and speaking to everybody, trying to find out and to encourage that last person to accept Jesus. Right. And and uh, I appreciate the plug there. Yes, I do have uh, a podcast, Last Christian, every uh, Wednesday. And that is at 730 in the evening on uh, Wednesday evenings. And... Yes, we are looking for that last individual to accept Jesus Christ as their Savior. There has to be one, just like there's a last play in football. Uh, there's also that last individual to accept Christ before the rapture. Of course, there's going to be somebody after, but they're the first one after, or the ones following after. But we're looking for that last one to accept Jesus Christ as their Savior before 
the rapture. So if it's you or if it's a member of your family, uh, you might want to check out the podcast. It's Wednesday nights at lastchristian.net, www.lastchristian.net. Every Wednesday, you can find it there or on any of the major podcasting services. And again, thank you for the plug there, Terry. Um, I, I'm going to continue now with, this is a very interesting question. And I'll be honest with you, I haven't been able to answer this one yet. Well, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. But I can't answer it as well as you can. Will the rapture include Old Testament believers? That's an excellent question. Uh, Certainly Enoch was taken on his own, but you're talking about the specific rapture prophecy that Paul is talking about. And in that case, um, again, we're looking at those who are in Christ. Uh, We're looking at the church. This is what the primary uh, teaching follows. uh, And I tend to agree with it uh, for various reasons. Daniel prophesies uh, people being raised from the dead and so forth to their reward uh, in Daniel chapter 12. Uh, Those are all Old Testament people. And so that prophecy seems to fit well at the end of the tribulation rather than at the beginning before the tribulation when our rapture takes place. Right. So the the follow-up question that I always get to that. So who then are the good souls who will be called from the grave during the first resurrection at the beginning of the 1,000-year reign of Christ? Well, that's actually part of that group. That's what I was talking about when he talks about sending the angels out in Matthew 24. Okay. So they're the same people. Or are we talking about two completely different groups? We're looking. No, we're looking at the same people. Okay. Okay. Right, At now, this point in time, and okay. I want you to understand, I I haven't stopped studying, and right. and uh, there are some things I'm firm on, and there are other things that I have an opi- opinion or a position, uh, but I'm not afraid to change my position, you know, especially the way the world is going. Right. But um, anyway, right. just to throw that in. Okay. Well, you know, we're all learning all the time. Okay. That's right. Now uh, I, I'm going to get into some now that. Um, we may get hung up on a little bit. Um, so it says, all right, will the rapture occur before the tribulation, in the middle of the tribulation, at the end, or when? Everybody's got a different, a different perspective on this one. So, and I, I know what ours are because we agree, but um, you, tell, tell me what, what that is and why both of us believe it. Part of what you just said is the key to the whole thing. You're not going to capture the understanding of the imminent rapture, the any moment rapture, the rapture that happens before the tribulation begins. You're not going to capture that unless you believe it, unless you accept it. 
That's what gives you. That's what gives you the light necessary to receive it and to understand it. And uh, it's a difficult thing to describe, but it's not difficult if you get into the words that are offered in the passages, the verses uh, throughout uh, the New Testament, especially. Uh, and that, that's why I wrote the book, because when you begin to put them together, you begin to see and understand that it's going to happen before the uh, tribulation begins. Yeah, well, you know, there's uh, I've got like four different groups of people mm -hmm. uh, yeah. that um, at least. Yeah, well, <laughs> I wasn't even aware of the first one. And I, I really wasn't. I, I mean, I really wasn't. And now these these words, OK, are uh, something that you fully understand, but it's something that I have a hard time pronouncing. So you'll have to help me with this, okay? The first group is called the amillennials. Amillennials. Okay. The, believe and, that and the word ah, very simply, the word ah means no. Okay. Now, it means no. So okay. when you see ah this or ah that, it means no. They don't believe in it. Amillennial. Okay. They don't and, believe there's going to be a millennium. Well, the... What, what I'm what I'm getting from people is that they believe that God promises regarding the end times are figurative and will not be literally fulfilled, particularly the 1,000 year reign of Jesus Christ on earth. Exactly. And you can ask them if Jesus's death on the cross and his resurrection were figurative. Right. <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with that. But, you know, that's the kind of stuff that 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 I'm getting, you know, that's uh, some of the uh, feedback, you know, that, that I get. And like I said, I'd never even heard of that first group before. I really hadn't. Uh, but I'm, it's hard for me to imagine. The, Go ahead. Yeah, the, um, uh, in fact, uh, you're touching on something that I mentioned uh, in my uh, Sunday night show, uh, The Eye of the Storm. Um, the, the fact that, that these, that these ideas come because people are reading books and they're trying to make their own. What I did when I began setting out studying the rapture, I determined to just believe what the Bible says. There you go. And, and when it doesn't yeah. fit, there's a reason. You've got to put it together. And like as an example, Paul saying that he said, we who are alive in Christ, and then later he gets killed. So you're saying, well, wait a minute, I thought the Bible was inspired. Well, the fact is, there's a 17-year period between the time he says, we who are alive, and right before he gets his head cut off 17 years later, right, right in on in there. Okay, now... I warned you guys that this was going to go on for a while. We got we got to the first one. We got to the very first one. Uh, what did you call it again? A, 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 a millennial. There you go. Okay. A millennial. Okay. Can't say it, but you know you heard it from him. Okay. So anyway, we got through the first one. We got a lot to cover. This is the reason I warned you guys that we're going to be going on with this topic for a while. But in fairness to Terry, he has a radio show on a network. Uh, www.revelationradio.net every Sunday night at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. And he calls that uh, the Eye of the Storm. It's the same as our segment name here on, on this radio show. Terry, tell them a little bit about your show and what they can expect this Sunday night. 
hopefully you can expect peace and quiet uh, because <laughs> it's in the eye of the storm there you uh, go. the eye of the storm there you go. Uh, as you know when a hurricane hits uh there's a central part of the storm that is called the eye and in that place it's peaceful it's it's chaos all the way around it but in the word of god we discover he says in returning and rest shall you be saved in quietness and confidence shall be your strength isaiah 30 15. so that's what we're headed for we're headed for peace and quiet and his protection the yeah. eye of the storm sounds good uh I'm, i'll be listening and i'm sure a lot of people will so before we uh get out of here today i do want to remind people again that we are looking for that last individual to accept jesus christ as savior before the rapture of the church and we're going to get into all the aspects of this rapture uh situation or moment of as as we go on but if you have not yet accepted jesus christ as savior i want to warn you about something if you are not a Christian at the time of the rapture, that means that you've got to go through at least some of the tribulation period. And it's something that you do not want to do. That is going to be horrific. And to avoid it, all you need to do is ask God for the forgiveness of your sins by telling him that you know you are a sinner and that you know Jesus Christ died for you on the cross, that he spent three days in the tomb, then he rose again. He was seen by hundreds of people. And then he ascended to heaven to be with the Father. He sits at the right hand of the Father right now with the promise that he is coming back. At the moment of what we've been discussing today and what we are going to be discussing for a while, and that is the rapture. And then, for a final judgment later on, do not miss the opportunity. Simply say that simple prayer, ask the Lord for his forgiveness, and find that peace that surpasses all understanding. I do really want to thank each and every one of you for being with us tonight, and I hope that you'll join us again this Saturday evening at 7.30 p.m. right here, and we will, I promise you, continue the discussion on the rapture. I think that you're going to find it more and more interesting the deeper that we get. Until then, I do wish each one of you a wonderful night. Thank you so much for joining us, and may God bless you. Good night. Thanks again for joining us today for The Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday from 7.30 to 8 p.m. Central Time right here on Revelation Radio. And don't forget to join us every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Central for The Last Christian Podcast, now available on all major podcast platforms and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds.